0: you like to gain 10 or even 20 hours every week to do with whatever you want? Eliminating hours and hours of work or work that really adds no value and worse, in many cases, puts a real damper on morale. How do you like to make some of the more tedious work just go a little bit faster while becoming more proficient at a skill that's becoming more and more in demand as automation seeps into every facet of our business and sometimes personal lives. We've got seven tips to help you do that. Stick around until the end when we share a simple way to improve your proficiency at this new in-demand skill while improving your productivity at the same time. In accounts payable, much time is spent doing the same task over and over again. Think, think about processing invoices, for example this is one of the reasons it has been the primary target for automation efforts the obvious way to save time but automation while usually a big time saver is not what we're here to talk about today we're here to discuss process changes you can and in many instances should make so let's get started time saver number one create a gl cheat sheet for your AP processes or invoice specialists to use while processing invoices. Most of the time, most of your transactions will be coded to 20 or so different accounts. It's silly for your processes to have to weave through your whole GL chart of accounts to find the right GL code. Put as many GL codes as you can comfortably fit on one piece of paper and then print it out for your processes. And when I say printed out, I mean printed to a PDF that they can easily access or printed a hard copy if that's what they want. Yes, they will have to search through that whole chart when looking for some more esoteric invoices that come through. But they should be able to work their through, way through the lion's share of your invoices, referring only to that single sheet of paper, which they can even tape to the side of their cubicle if they so desire. Of course, many of them will end up memorizing some of these GL codes, but when you have a new processor, they certainly won't know them from memory. Make sure that you use a large enough font for easy reference. So don't figure, well, I can get a lot of Uh, codes on the sheet by, you know, making it size 8 font that nobody can read. Size 10, at least 10 font, maybe even 12. We want to make it easy reference. The goal is not to get as many of these codes on the sheet, but to make it a useful tool. All right. Time saver number two. This one is not likely to win you friends, but you don't go to work to make friends. Many accounts payable departments have processes that they know are inefficient, but they retain them because employees like them. Get rid of these tasks. They're not only inefficient, but they often lack strong internal controls. Let me give you a few examples. Example number one, the petty cash box. If you still have one, work to get management's approval to eliminate it. Expect a lot of howling over this. Um, Next example, are you cashing, are you still cashing personal checks in the petty cash box? Hopefully you're not, but if you are, stop it. If employees or management are still clinging to this old chestnut, involve your auditors, preferably your external auditors, to explain to them how this is not only inefficient, it demonstrates weak internal controls and the company could end up holding the bag if a check was bounced, especially if the employee leaves the company. And no, in most states, you couldn't automatically deduct that amount from their paycheck. Next, inefficient process. Do you routinely give cash advances? This is another real time waster as the staff has to process the advance, track the associated expense reports, and then make sure the excess is returned in a timely manner. Plus it has the added benefit, not really, I'm being sarcastic, of occasionally encouraging tardiness in turning in expense reports, or in a few cases worse, it encourages creative accounting. Next week practice. Do not allow employees to pick up checks for expense reimbursements instead of mandating ACH or mailing checks home. This is another huge time waster and resource waste. Ideally, reimbursements should be handled by ACH. If management insists on checks, then insist on mailing home. Mailing them home—it is just too much wasted effort to allow any other uh, mechanism. Um, another time waster. Under no circumstances should employees be permitted to pick up checks to hand deliver to their favorite suppliers. Now, I realize that you might have a few people who like to do this but it creates extra work and it can lead to lost checks and occasionally, just occasionally, fraud. And again, if somebody insists, get your auditors involved. Okay, This is, this is a no-no from a control standpoint, not only um, in addition to being a time waster. Time saver number three. To really speed up invoice processing, make sure all your processes have two screens. A second screen really doesn't cost that much and it really speeds things up while simultaneously boosting the morale on the part of your accounts payable staff. It's not often that you get double value for one small expenditure. Okay. Now, I know many of you have already done this, but if you haven't, it might be something that you want to consider. Not a lot of money. And hey, if you find these tips helpful, please help us by hitting the like button. YouTube has a little reward for you if you do that. Moving right along. Time saver number four. Do you or your processes write the same email over and over again as standard issues are addressed? Or worse, left to their own devices, do your processes sometimes write simple emails that have grammatical errors or they have typos or, I cringe to say this, they're a bit on the rude side? Develop templates that can be used with a little modification to address routine matters. Give each processor access to them and then instruct them to start with your standard template and modify as needed. These can be for missing information on an invoice, a difference in pricing, etc. Time saver number five. Along the same lines, Do you find yourself having the same argument over and over again with different employees over reimbursement requests that cannot be honored, either because they violate the company policy or worse, they violate IRS rules? Print the part of your policy that addresses your requirements to a PDF and give it to them. If it's the IRS rules they are are violating, even better, for you, print the part of publication 463 to a PDF that addresses their complaint. Most often that, by the way, will be in the middle of the publication. Time saver number six. Do you often receive invoices and haven't a clue who placed the order because the supplier did not include your PO number or the name of the purchaser? How much time do you spend waste trying to figure out who sent the invoice, and who do you need it to go to for approval? Stop. Don't try and figure out what of the item. Return the invoice missing that crucial pink piece of information. Think that's a big no-no, and you're not sure how you would go about it? Well, you're not alone. Here's a short clip where I explain how to go about this in greater detail. Okay, so this is what typically happens. An invoice comes in, it comes into accounts payable, they need to send it out for approval. Problem is, the invoice does not have a purchase order number on it, nor does it have the name of the person who placed the order. Now, one of two things, it could be fraudulent, but let's assume it's not, or you could have to figure out who approved it. And I can't tell you how many companies I've seen, different personnel, and in one case, actually the controller, go around from office to office trying to figure out who ordered this and who should approve it. A complete waste of time, not really a good use of human assets when they are at a premium. So here's what you do. You create a standard form letter, or it can be an email also. I'm gonna say letter, but I also mean email when I send this. The wording goes something like this. Dear Mr. Ms. Vanda, in order to get you paid in a timely manner, ABC company, that's your company's name, requires that every invoice have either a purchase order number on it or the name of the person who placed the order. And then you send it back to them. When they get it back, they'll include that information, return it to you, and you can pay it without having to waste time running around doing this non-value-add-esque. Okay, now you may be sitting there thinking, oh, that would never work at our company. I don't think so, Mary. So back to my story. Will this work? I shared this one day in our free easing. I shared this tip and I got a note back from one of my readers. And she said to me, I'm so glad you put this in. She said, This is what happened at our company. They were a Danish company, I believe. And she said, The management from Denmark came to the company and told them they were going to do this. And she said, No, 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 no. That wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. And they went back and forth. And she kept saying to them, No, it will not work in the United States. We don't do that in the United States but they overrode her and they sent it out and she was so adamantly against this she said that they sent the letter out without her signature on it without her name anyway the letter went out and she said three months later guess what they're not getting invoices without invoice numbers or purchase orders that's right they got everybody in line in three months you can do the same time saver number seven learn as many excel shortcuts as you possibly can and now for the promised tip to help you really take your career to the next level. I heard this great tip from Bill Jellen, AKA Mr. Excel on a recent AP Now paid webinar. He said, learn one new Excel shortcut every day and incorporate it into your daily work. Don't try and learn a whole bunch all at once, one per day. And by the way, I have found that some of these shortcuts work in other applications, not only Excel and Word and other office products, but other applications developed by non-Microsoft folks. To get you started, we recently did a talk on some of the basic Excel shortcuts. I like to say from A to Z because that's what we did. We ran the alphabet and in about four minutes, That's right, you get 26 shortcuts in less than five minutes. You can watch that right now using the link that has appeared on your YouTube screen if you are on YouTube and is in the description. Good luck.